There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. It's a special Thursday night edition of the Saints Happy Hour Gambling Podcast. We can't. We didn't have to do the live stream this week because uh, we have uh, Andrew and Austin. Uh, I had a bunch of work issues and stuff on Friday, so no live stream. Uh, we're just going to do this. It's free. We're giving it out free this week again. We're giving it out free, guys, because of my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little, to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect. They let you bet multiple games for a much bigger payout. You're going to bet this season. Do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Between football season, MLB playoffs, the start of the NBA, and NHL season, it's time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. If you want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. If you do it right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use the code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. Double your deposit. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Dylan, you're back. Just, just, just gloat and thank Matt Bryant for saving your ass. You know, I was I meant to ask you on the podcast. You know, who who's worse at at their job? You picking uh, games or or uh, Dan Quinn coaching a game? Like, I <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, like, I mean, it's, it's I a, mean, you're you're letting some. You're letting I mean, some I felt. Roles. I felt all right about it. If he'd have made the extra point, it had gone to overtime. Then it had been a coin flip. I will say this. I knew Atlanta's defense was atrocious. I did not know they give up more points than the 2012 Saints. They oh, wow. are abysmal. They made Marcus Mariota look like an all-pro. And two weeks later, Tennessee's like, we're benching you. Your time in Tennessee is done. And he looked amazing versus Atlanta. So um, that was a bad pick by me. But I went 4-1 and one otherwise. And look, you know, you've been, you've been like on an incredibly hot streak. I'm 22-8-1 for the season. I can't be any better. Andrew is a disaster. He's 14-15-1. Um, now look. We'll start these picks. Uh, I accidentally deleted Andrew's picks. He, he sent me. He sent me the picks. Uh, uh, oh, he, Andrew just sent me, so his, so I've got his. So uh, Andrew's first pick is he's going to take Memphis minus four and a half over Tulane. That's an interesting pick. I don't watch Tulane's conference, Dylan, so I don't have an opinion on Memphis. I just root for Tulane. I bet on them last week. Because I, I had a strength of conviction that Connecticut is a dumpster fire, and I believe that in my heart and my soul, and that came to pass. But I don't know any. I don't know anything about Memphis. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, I don't really have an opinion on Memphis either. 
But uh, if anybody knows uh, the Green Wave, it's Andrew. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, he, take he, his the, word on that one. Andrew's having a bad gambling year because the the things that were dependable for him. Like Tulane betting against Tulane and the line for Tulane changing and him being able to play it just right. Like Tulane would win, the line would move the next week, and then he'd bet against them. Like he was really good at that. And his old tricks aren't working for him. That's why he's struggling. Um, I'm telling you guys, my first pick, let's not even fool around. Minnesota, the college team, they're 6 and 0. They're playing Rutgers. They're a 28 point <laughs> favorite. We've been through this before. Believe me now, get your money, and thank me later. Bet against Rutgers football. I've been telling everybody for for six weeks to do this. Dylan, doesn't matter. You say, Ralph, I don't know anything about Minnesota football. Neither do I. Doesn't matter. Bet against fucking Rutgers. It's the five-star play of the week. Every week until it until it fails me, Dylan, I'm riding the horse. Okay. Do the reverse mortgage and put it all on Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, like, like you can't argue <laughs> with the strategy. I have discovered. I have discovered if bad football teams was like an oil well, I've struck oil, Dylan. And by oil, yeah. I mean bad football. You won the. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable, man. It's like death taxes and Rutgers fails to cover the spread. It's just, unbelievable. Just do, it. just do it. So, what's your first? What's your pick? All right. So, my first pick is. I know this is going to seem scary, but I'm doing it. I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts minus one at home against the Houston Texans on Sunday. I know the Ooh. Texans are red hot right now. Yeah, they're they're red hot, but. You know what? The Colts went over to Kansas City before their bye week and uh, beat Kansas City in Arrowhead. And uh, that was before Mahomes got hurt tonight. I don't know if you saw that, but Mahomes uh, yeah. got a knee injury. So I don't know what's going to happen with him. But anyway, uh, that was an impressive win. And I'm I'm doing this. I'm picking this game because I'm fading uh, Bill O'Reilly or whatever his name is, the, the Texans coach. He's the worst coach in the NFL. I don't Frank know about Frank that. is one of the best coaches He's in the bad. NFL. Dude, look, if 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 Deshaun Watson had Frank Reich as his coach, they would go oh undefeated and be Super Bowl. Texans favorite. lost a lineman but, this week too. Their number their number ooh. one pick, Titus Howard. Oh. He's out. He's out for like four to six. Yeah, I just think Frank Reich had two weeks to prepare, and he's going to have a great game plan and, for uh, for the Texans at home. And I like that pick. And the thing about the Colts, they are they're not their roster's not as good as the Saints, but their roster is very, very good. And when you combine a good roster with a really good coach like Frank Reich, he knows, hey, I've got a good roster. Jacoby Brissett, just do this and this and this, and we'll be fine. You don't have to don't you don't have to necessarily win the game. Just don't lose it. And Jacoby Brissett, he's a nice little quarterback. Like, he's not great, but they've committed to him for two more years at $30 million. That's more than reasonable for, for a quarterback of his quality. If he ends up keeps keeps playing like he's playing, $15 million is below market. You know, if he's like the 12th best quarterback, the 12th best quarterback gets like $18, $19 million a year. So that's a good deal. I really, li- I really like the Colts. And, Dylan, I think they're built 
for like cold weather December January football, even though they're a dome team. They're really built that way. I I, I, I like that pick a little. So uh, Andrew's next pick, uh, he agrees with me. Uh, Dolphins plus 17 against the Bills. And I know Miami's <clears throat> terrible. And I know their offense is 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 a, is is just it's like the it's like the Hard Rock Hotel in New Orleans. It's just a pile of rubble. I understand that. But the Bills offense This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. ...is dreadful. And they should not be favored against anyone. And all it takes is one Josh Allen fumble or a pick six and the Dolphins go up seven and they're almost a lock to cover the 17. The 17 points is just too many. That's my pick. That's Andrew's pick. Oh, by the way, the double-digit investment for Saints Happy Hour, 2-1 last week, back above 500, 8-6 on the year. We bet every double-digit underdog in the NFL. Uh, Cincinnati covered. The Jets won outright. The Giants, for about two and a half quarters, looked like they were going to cover. But you, Dylan, you disagree on this game. Yeah, I'm going the other direction in this game. I am going to uh, fade against the Dolphins again. And believe it or not, the Dolphins are a public dog. Almost 80% of the public money is on the Dolphins. So crazy people are putting money on the Dolphins this week. And if you know nothing about anything about gambling, the one thing you can do, yeah, the one thing you can do is just bet against the public every week and you'll end up (laughs) the year a winner. And um, in this case, I am... I am betting against the Dolphins. They're the worst team in the NFL. They have no business uh, being anywhere near 20 points as good as Buffalo on the road. The the Dolphins are on the fastest train to 0-16 that I've ever seen. Like I know, I know Cleveland went zero and sixteen, and they were bad. But Cleveland, they really fought hard for for Hugh Jackson. I know he was a bad coach, but they played hard for him, and they had a lot of close games. Detroit, when they went zero and sixteen, they sort of fell apart about week five or six, and were a disaster ten weeks the last seven, eight weeks, especially like the, I remember the Saints played them and people were like, oh my God, yeah. the Saints are going to lose to them. They just lost a hard game in Chicago. I'm like, no way. The Saints are going to destroy D- 
Detroit. It's going to be like doing a backstroke in a pool. But that took a lot of time. Miami's been this atrocious from opening kickoff. Um, but I'm still taking them just because I think I think this game is going to be like 21 to three, 21 to seven. Like it's like I just don't think I just don't think. Buffalo is going to get a high point total. They haven't shown me the ability to do it yet, and I may regret it in the second quarter. They have a critical piece of their offense coming back this week, though, and that's Devin Singletary. He's a Uh, really good running back they drafted, and he's been hurt since week one, I think. So they're going to, if Adrian Peterson can have the game of his life against the Dolphins, Singletary certainly can at home. So I'm, uh, I, I love the Bills this week. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, I gave you – me and Andrew are on Miami. So give us your next pick, Dylan. Okay. So my next pick, and this is my pick of the week, it's the Detroit Lions plus two at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I just – yeah, yeah. Minnesota is I extremely like overrated. And, <laughs> and, I mean – Everybody, everybody has a short memory. Remember two weeks ago when uh, Minnesota went to Chicago and they basically got shut out against the, the yeah. Bears. I know they only scored like six points, but Kirk Cousins was abysmal. Well, if, if you can look at Kirk Cousins and you can just say, okay, if he's playing a good defense, you can fade him. If he's playing a bad defense, you bet on him. Well, he's playing a good defense this week, and he's playing a team that's desperate to win. Detroit is going to throw the kitchen sink at the Vikings. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, the Vikings are playing the Redskins next week, and I think Kirk Cousins is going to be looking ahead to that game to get <laughs> revenge looking, against the former team. ahead to beat that ass of the Redskins. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so I, I, I just think, yeah. I just I, I have to say, Dylan, and, and I, I didn't think this when they hired him, and I didn't think looking at him last year, I think Matt Patricia is a pretty good coach. Like, I, yeah. I, I think – now, can he – you know, can can Detroit, can they draft well? Can they get, can they identify talent? Can they build a nice roster around Matthew Stafford? Can they do the necessary things to have a good team? That's, you know, it takes more than, it takes more than being a good, good coach to have a winning team is what I'm saying. But Matt Patricia, he's a good coach. Like their defense is really solid. They're well coached. They have really good corners. They have a really nice scheme. They got fucked against the referees on Monday night. No other way to put it. And just let me go on a rant here, Dylan. I am so tired of seeing atrocious refereeing in the NFL and the stupid commentators victim blaming the teams. Like, oh, you had all game to get, it doesn't come down to one. I'm so tired of victim blaming the teams that get screwed over by the referees. How about we try to fix the referee problem and make it better? Um, And I'll tell you an underrated thing about the referee problem is the really good referees that could be in charge of the NFL referees and maybe fix the problem. They're all on TV making money as rules analysts. Mike Piora, Dean Blandine, you know, all those people that could really help the NFL have better referees, they're all on TV. And I know you probably think, well, what does that matter? They don't have that many good referees in the world. And when you have five or six of them on TV, doing college and pro, and pro games on Sunday, you need all the good referees you can fucking get, Dylan. And they and, yeah. and it's just a disaster. And I I felt bad for Detroit. I I'm not one of these Saints fans that's that enjoys seeing other teams get screwed over by bad refereeing. 
Like it doesn't that doesn't change the NFC championship result. I don't like to see it. The only team I would enjoy seeing get screwed over by the refs would be Atlanta. Everybody else, I feel kind of bad for them. Um but Detroit, I, I like that pick. They might be pretty good. You I have a funny story about NFL referees. I don't know if you wanna you, you wanna hear about this, but do you remember in two thousand twelve the uh the, the ref the like the replacement referee that got uh fired because he was a Saints fan. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you okay. the Carolina game. I swear game. to God, I swear to God, that was my mom's boyfriend at the time. And it was wow. just really funny seeing them on national. But anyway, but anyway, all, all jokes aside, like, I, 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 I completely agree, Ralph. It's a disaster, and it starts at the top. They need leadership to fix this issue. And I, I'm I'm more convinced now more than ever that the referees are bought and paid for and they're corrupt. I just after what happened in the NFC Championship game, I'm just scarred forever with that. <laughs> I just think I just think refereeing is. I think it's bad. I think the refereeing is. I don't know that if it that it, it, it's bad, but also I just think social media and nine thousand replays and everybody having HD TVs. We can talk about it before. You know, back in the 90s when I was a kid, yeah, they might have a bad referee call, and ESPN might talk about it on primetime. They might talk about it for 30 seconds. Then it was gone, and by Wednesday, you were on to the next games. Now, you have social media, you have Twitter, you have Facebook, you have, you know, Instagram where you can break down the play like a Zapruder film, and it just goes on and on. It's just these pile of bad plays that stack, stack, stack. You know? Look, man. And everything, and, and the problem is, is that everything is under a microscope now, and that that's the yep. thing. And and you know, the thing is, too, Ralph is like the Detroit game. Like, is there? It was just egregious. The the the, the <laughs> Packers had all of these things going on. Like one play, they had thirteen players on the field, and they weren't uh, called. Just like, did just, you see that one? Yeah, it's just it's just oh abominable. My. I mean, but I don't know. I mean, the NFC man. It it's shaken up to me is Saints, 49ers, Green Bay are your clear good teams, and those three teams are going to be those three teams are going to be battling for the two buys. Um, so we'll see. So now yep. we get to LSU. Um, Andrew he's taking Mississippi State plus eighteen and a half. That's a terrible pick, man. Um, let me explain it something. Is. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. That is the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, Tom. Yes, yes, it's horrible. This idea. I'm taking LSU, and here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mississippi State, they're bad, and their coach, they he knows they're bad. He's flirting with Rutgers to go coach Rutgers. How desperate? Dylan, do you have to be to want to get out of Starkville to look at Rutgers and be like, I want to go coach there? Like, that's what the Mississippi State coach is thinking right now. They are terrible. LSU is going to house them. And it may be bumpy for a while, but here's the thing with LSU's offense. They're scoring 40 every week, every team, doesn't matter. Florida had a top 10 defense. LSU dropped 40 on them. They're dropping 35 minimum against Mississippi State. Probably 40. So if LSU scores 42, Mississippi State's got to score 21 to cover. I don't see it. I like LSU in this game. 
Yeah, and, and I agree. Like, okay, if, let's just think about this for a second. If LSU, by the way, I'm never picking against LSU again after last week. Um, but <laughs> if LSU can cut. If LSU can cover a, a or basically cover a 14 point spread against Florida, who's one of the best teams in college football, let's just say top 10, why wouldn't they beat Mississippi State, who lost to Essing Tennessee last week? Like, like why, like why wouldn't they cover the spread against that team? Look, I went to Mississippi State. Okay, they I, I've watched them a little bit this year. They are. The, they are horrible. They are, they are almost as bad as Ole Miss. Ole Miss might beat them later this year. We'll see. But they lost to Tennessee. That's all I need to say. LSU is going to put <laughs> yeah. 50 or more they on lost that. To LSU, Tennessee. I, I'm saying, I don't see how LSU doesn't put 50 on them, Ralph, and destroys them. It's going to be it, – it, It's. It, it, I, I just don't see how it's not a complete and utter blowout. It could yeah. be 35 nothing at halftime. It should be the, the Astros are struggling. It's bases loaded in the fifth. My wife is going out of her mind. Um, Go Astros! So we come to the Saints, um, and we have we have some dividing line on this game. Uh, Andrew's best bet of the week, by the way, is Saints Bears under thirty eight and a half, and I think that's a good play. Unless the game has a lot of turnovers, this game might struggle to get twenty five points combined like you know it'll make the jacksonville saints game look like an offensive shootout like these these defenses are really good and these offenses are really bad um so he likes the saints bears under 38 and a half is his best bet of the week i'm taking uh Along with Andrew, I'm taking the Bears minus three. I just feel like the Saints have been playing with house money, and I just feel like all their flaws on offense are going to come home to roost in this game. The Bears only give up 13.8 yards per rush. The Saints' offensive line has struggled sometimes on the road against the Rams. I just feel like, and it's not, I don't think it's going to be a game where Teddy's going to play terrible. I just think it's going to be one of those games where it's 20 to 7, and it'll be a one-score game, and then either Teddy makes a mistake and gives the Bears a short field, or the Bears finally hit a fluke play on offense to stretch it out to make it 20-7. to um, But it doesn't – I mean, if the Saints go to Chicago and lose, they get to play Arizona the next week. Drew is targeting that as his return. So they're going to be – there's a really good chance they're going to be 6-2 and two going into Dubai. And if you'd have told us – they were going to be six and two, and they were going to miss Drew Brees basically for seven of those games. We would have been like, "Sign us the fuck up for that." So I don't necessarily think it's a it's, it it doesn't necessarily uh, mean anything necessarily terrible terrible about it. Um, but I just think you, if you don't have Kamara and you don't have Cooks and you don't have Traquan Smith against the Bears and Khalil Mack, that's just a really hard ask, Dylan. So I'm going. Me and Andrew are going Bears minus three, but you are going the other way. Explain yourself. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think the Saints are going to find a way to win. I just think that Sean Payton is a much better coach than Matt Nagy, and our coaching staff as a whole is superior um, to the Bears coaching staff. And additionally, you know, the Bears have a lot of injury problems. They just lost Kyle Long for the year on their yep. offensive line. That's, True. They, their their offensive line was already struggling, and now they lost that guy. And they're, they've given up thir- they've given up thirteen line. sacks 
in five games. So their offensive line is, even before it was beat up, it was struggling. So that's a fair point. Yeah, and and actually, they have another offensive. They're they're starting tackle, uh, Ted Morrison. Um, He has a knee injury. He's been limited in practice. So I just think that our front seven is going to tee off on Mitch Trubisky. Uh, (laughs) Like, I think we're going to get lots of pressure on him. And um, he's going to make mistakes. And our secondary is more than good enough to capitalize on those mistakes. And as a whole... As a whole, I think the Saints are going to dominate the trenches on both sides of the ball. I think our offensive line is yeah. going to is going to pull, they're going to bully around the Bears' defensive line that's missing Akeem Hicks. By the way, tell me, and, uh, tell me how many what? carries Latavius Murray has, and I'll tell you if the Saints win. Like if you gave me the box score and I could look at Latavius Murray's carry, like you don't even have to tell me his totals, just. Show me how many carries he has, and I'll pro- like if you told me Latavius Murray has more than twenty-five carries, I would bet heavy on the Saints. Like I don't care, Dylan, if Latavius Murray has twenty-seven, if he has twenty-seven carries for eighty-seven yards and a touchdown. Like if he's running twenty-seven times, that means the game's low scoring, and the Saints feel safe enough to pound it and then punt if need be. So that's the key to me. How many carries does Latavius Murray have? Because I don't think I don't think Kamara's playing. I don't think he's playing either. And I think that the everybody's like, well, why are the Saints saying he's going to play then? I think it's because I think they want the Bears' coaching staff to prepare for oh, totally. Kamara. And yeah. at worst, and at worst, Kamara may go out there and play decoy. Like I, I think that's what well, eh, people forget. No, I don't. I don't like, we'll see. I mean, if if yeah, if, I, if Kamara if he doesn't practice tomorrow, he's not going to play. You know, look, and I, look, to me, yeah, me personally. Me personally, what? I hope he, he. Me personally, I hope they 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 rest Kamara until after the bye and lock totally. him up in a right. hyperbolic chamber. You've you've built up this how you've built up this 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 wins this four zero win streak of of wins, and I just feel like use that use that money in the bank to rest Kamara. You know, don't even play Breeze next week. You could be. You could beat Arizona with Teddy Bridgewater. So use that currency yeah. to, to get yourself healthy after the bye. Um, so before but, we uh, get uh, out of uh, here, I want to remind people, if you're listening to this podcast on Patreon or whatever player you use, go to the link in the description for our live event at Tracy's in the Irish Channel on December 14th. And RSVP for for that event, because Dylan, if if people RSVP, you get a free T-shirt. Anybody, you can show up free. It's day of. You can show up the day of, and we'll let you in, and we'll you can get drunk with us. It'll be fun. But if you RSVP by Thanksgiving, you get a free T-shirt. You just say my name, the T-shirt you want, and your email, and my lovely uh, my wife. We'll be there handing out T-shirts, but you gotta RSVP if you want the T-shirt. So click on the link. Click on the link. If you, as, as you probably heard my wife laughing, cackling in the background as the Yankees stuck out. Uh, so RS, RSVP, Dylan. I know you're in Georgia, so you may, probably can't make the the event. But we are so freaking excited about this event. We are doing an event. It's going to be us at 7 to 8, and then the Bird Calls podcast from 8 to 9. This is going to be fantastic. We're going to have fun. We're going to be drinking. We're going to be partying. We're going to have a mic so you can you can ask us questions. We're going to, we'll, 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 we'll meet, take 
pictures after the event. It's going to be great. And we, I, I, this, this is what, this is maybe the coolest thing this podcast has ever done. And I, and I just can't stress enough. If you can get out to the event at Tracy's on December 14th, get yourself out there. It's going to be, it's going to be a blast and it doesn't cost, it doesn't cost you anything. And we're giving you a t-shirt just for showing up, you know? So. Yeah, and I hope I can make it. But regardless, I think you guys are uh, building building something special uh, as a podcast. And I'm I, excited to see what y'all do. Totally. And I have got one last thing, and then we'll get out of here. I got a for the, for the guy uh, Anthony who did our season season of vengeance uh, screensaver. He did a T-shirt graphic for me that I'm going to build a T-shirt, and you're going to be able to order order online. And it is making fun of Atlanta, and it is fantastic and I hope enough of you purchased the t-shirt so that uh, me and my wife can go on a second honeymoon to Vegas so it's going to be phenomenal <laughs> so, so between between the between the t-shirt sales and my fantastic gambling uh, Dylan I, uh, I'm very excited about 2019 but, but Dylan I say it every week but you just keep kicking our ass and keep on coming back uh, good luck to you Good luck to all the gamblers out there. This podcast was was available because people donate $1,000. Become a patron, $10 a month. You get access to over 485 daily podcasts that this show has done. So do it. Uh, for Andrew, who's MIA, everybody have a great and good gambling weekend. We'll see you Monday morning.